You're listening to In Her Words, a podcast by Empower2. Hi, thanks for tuning in to our first episode of In Her Words, a podcast by Empower2. I have with me today Franca, the Director of Leadership and Development, and Janine, our Executive Director. And I would like for you guys to introduce yourselves and let our listeners know a little bit about you. So I'm, you know, the queen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you know, I'm Janine. I'm actually the founder and the executive of Empower Her Too. Um, I'm not sure how much of the story everybody knows about us, but we started about five years ago. Um, and it pretty much started off of, you know, just an idea of mine because I realized growing up, I myself didn't have any female mentors. Um, and I just felt like it was necessary to, you know, have Empower Her Too for us to be here and you know that came that stemmed off of me you know going to school for journalism and working at discovery channel and being around a lot of females who didn't feel like they want they should speak to the younger women who were coming on up um and that led to a lot of my entrepreneurial journeys as well because i do own a couple of for-profits as well um and that's kind of really who i am but i see myself outside of just the titles that i have and that i hold I do believe that I'm here for the purpose of just helping a lot of young women really find their way. Whether that's even what, uh, you know, one of our staff members, one of our volunteers, whether that's a staff member, one of my other businesses, or even, you know, like my friend's kids or any of the young ladies around us, or even someone, you know, just online that just needs those words of support. I, yeah, that's, that's, that's me. Boring. <laughs> no, not boring at all. Um, and I'll just let our listeners know, Janine is so busy on the go. So if you do hear a little bit of noise in her background, she was so gracious to join us uh, on the road today. So thank you so much, Janine, for squeezing us into your very busy schedule. Um, and I mean, that's a tough one to follow, Franca, but I'll let you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself and um, let the listeners know a little bit about you. Thank you so much for having me here. My name is uh, Franca. I'm the Director of Leadership and Development for Empower2. Um, my journey started about two years ago um, uh, volunteering for different organizations. However, I had a great passion for Empower2. I'm also an inspirational uh, blogger for women, and um, this was something that I really wanted to be part of. I saw the impact that Empower Her Too was making on, on the community and young girls, and I wanted to make sure that I was going to be part of this uh, great team, and so I am. It's been a wonderful journey. Um, what I do is um, work with all the, the managers on uh, leadership and development. I work with all the team members. I work also alongside uh, Janine, the director. Um, that's probably one of my greatest roles because, um, you know, she is, uh, although I'm a lot older than Janine, but she has actually become uh, quite a wonderful mentor for me. So I'm so, I'm so grateful for that. Well, thank you ladies both for um, fitting this in. Like I said, I know you guys are both super busy, but always make the time to uh, squeeze us in when we need you. So we appreciate that so much. Um, and I know I'll leave this to either. I know Janine, you spoke a little bit about um, why you started Empowered um, and the things that you've seen and and what kind of motivated you. Uh, but do you want to? I mean, either of you, tell us a little bit more about the organization and um, and maybe how it got started. 
So I'll, I guess I'll go with that. Um, so like I mentioned previously, you know, I was just observing things around me and growing up, I really only had my dad as my mentor. And I always had, you know, once I became, you know, I stepped into my career, it was always males, males, males. I'd always reach out to a male and said, sure, no problem. What do you need help with? Even to this day, a lot of the males that I know that are older will need help. And I found that when I would reach out to women, it was always, oh, I'm too busy. Oh, I have kids. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I'm that. And I was like, well, how did you get to where you are? I mean, if you want to help, if you don't help other people, how are you going to help anyone else? Like, you're just going to say, you know, make your own money, do what you need to do and forget about all the other people behind you. Because we're, once you're gone, retired, we're still going to need people to be in the role that you're in. Um, so it really was just me observing around me and realizing that, you know, <clears throat> there are other nonprofits, but I'm not sure if many people know that I don't believe in competition. So I always look at it like, yeah, you know, it's great. You're cool. You're cute but we're empowered too. So whomever you are, we're happy that you are also here um, with your nonprofit, but at the same time, it's like we're different. We have a different stance where with Empower Her Too as well, you know, when it was first started, the goal was, you know, let's just have these events that cater to women. Um, and I say this all the time in all my interviews that women are very catty, <laughs> women are mean, especially successful women. So, you know, let's change that. Let's, you know, change the trajectory of how we view women in business, how we view women, how we view moms, you know, and with Empower Her Too, I didn't want it to just be, oh, I want to be a successful business owner. I want to be a successful entrepreneur. No, what about a successful mom? Because some women wake up and, you know, their dreams when they're growing up, I don't want to work. I want to be a mom. And that's okay too. So that's something that we want to remind the girls too, is you don't have to be here and say, well, I want to be a leader. You can be a leader in the home. You can be a leader in the office. Um, so that's kind of really where we stemmed from. And that led us to, you know, having a successful event and then saying, how can we change this? What can we do instead of having our proceeds from those events go back to, you know, other nonprofits? Why don't we just have our own nonprofit? And I actually came across, um, Girls Company Work and that kind of was where, you know, the resource center idea came from where they have a, if I'm not mistaken, a 35,000 square foot building. And I said, that can be us. We can have basically a nonprofit agency where we could provide these girls with these services and, you know, fun things, girl-centered things, but at the same time, you know, things that are going to let them grow, I'll help them make money and make them be a better them. I love that. I love that. Two of the things that uh, stood out so much to me in what you were saying is um, not seeing anyone as competition. And I say this a lot to a lot of my friends that have small businesses. Listen, there are a million places that sell French fries and somehow they're all still in business. So differentiate yourself. You're offering something unique and we're all here to build together at the end of the day. Um, so I love that. And, and changing the narrative, taking away that cattiness amongst women, I think is so important. We've been, it's almost like we've been groomed to just be against each other and just appease men. Um, so I really love that whole empowerment uh, movement and changing that narrative. What are some of the uh, programs and, and some of the things, like how are you going to achieve these goals that you have? Um, so first of all, with the amazing team of staff that we have, um, that I definitely would like to give them a little bit of a shout out because they work extremely hard. You know, there are days when I'll work and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this. And then I see all the messages and, you know, I see all the hard work that they do. And it reminds me that this really started off as just a simple dream that was written on a piece of paper with two board members, three board members plus myself. And it's like, you know, we have over a hundred staff members. 
we have most of our programs completed, we have sponsors, we have donors, you know, there are people who believe in us, we'll get messages here and there, where it's just a simple message, thank you, you know, I really want to take part, and it's so funny because the other day, I actually, uh, well, not the other day, we always get emails from people who, when we reached out to them at first, they're like, oh no, you know, we're not interested, and now it's like, oh hey, we, you know, um, here's an email from two years ago, here's an email from three years ago, and it's like, really, you went all the way back in your email <laughs> to find that email? Come on. So that kind of has been exciting for us. But um, nonetheless, with our, we have several programs um, that I think will fit these young women because, you know, going back to our, you know, three main focuses of confidence, leadership, and independence, and all of our programs at some point will provide one of those three values to these girls to show them that, you know, in order to be successful in anything that you do, you need one of those, you know, and we're currently working on towards actually having one of our main programs, be a mental health program, where we have a therapist and a coach involved for about 10 to 12 weeks. And after the week, the half of that program for maybe five to six weeks, the girls will be with the therapist to help them, you know, remove all that generational trauma that they have, because we all have it, whether we deny it or not. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, the remainder of the weeks will help them with, you know, their future and, you know, having a brighter future and being able to understand why do I do some of the things? Why do I feel like I'm not as good as some of the other girls? Why, what can I do to do better? And, you know, there's that. And then we also are working on a food her program where we'll provide, you know, lunches or dinners or even meals or groceries to some of these girls once a month. Our administration program where we want to be able to provide them monthly with, you know, administration items because it's necessary. A lot of girls, they can't, their families can't afford the items for their periods. You know, it's expensive and it's hard, especially now that everything's going up, food's going up, groceries are going up, everything's going up. Um, you know, having the financial literacy program to help girls with financial literacy, you know, to help them understand why do you need to save $100 versus $2? Why, you know, about stocks and all the things that are important to being successful when it comes to being a young woman and not having to depend on anyone. So we do have a whole bunch of programs in you know, in the works right now. And we have a great programming team, a great program director has really worked hard on, you know, providing us with the information we need to win these grants. You know, even with the grants, our team is working clockwork. Like they're probably working like four or five grants maybe every two, three months. And that's a lot for one organization. <laughs> um, I don't know if Franco wants to jump in on that to add anything to that. You know, I think you've covered everything uh, really well. We have a great team. Uh, we have so much on the go. I think uh, what we've done is we've looked at, at young girls from our age demographics and we're looking at their needs. Uh, we're looking at the changes and uh, things that are happening in society right now. And we want to make sure that we're there to support them in every, in every aspect. And I think that um, we're, doing, we're doing most of that right now um, with all the programs that we have health and wellness, financial literacy, civic engagement. Um, the Food Her program is going to be something that uh, we're going to be working on uh, for, for the next year. Um, we want to make sure that girls, every need is being met. So um, we have a great team that is sitting behind the scenes that a lot of people don't really uh, get to see, but they're amazing and they're doing everything that you know, needs to be done for, for all our girls out there. Awesome. Thank you so much. So all of that being said, uh, where do you see Empower2 in five years? 
um, I'm going to say our resource center will be open, successfully open. We will, and you know, the plan for that, looking at the actual, you know, plan that the, um, one of our designers did complete for the resource centers, we would have a mental health clinic in there um, for the young women to sit with the therapist. We would have, um, you know, little rooms for different programs that we're having. Hopefully, maybe one day we can have a DJing program where we'll have, you know, a, you, you know, the equipment that's needed for that. Um, we'll also have a little atrium so they can have dinner, they can have lunch, you know, a kitchen whenever they need, they're hungry. Because again, back to talking about a food shortage, you know, there'll also be an area, hopefully crossing our fingers, we'll be able to have a little mini nail salon. And, you know, because all the girls obviously want to look good, so there'll be a gym in there, but then they want to look good, you know, getting their nails done, possibly getting their hair done, possibly partnering with maybe, you know, another agency that provides these girls with training you know, hairdressing school or something, and they can come in and work with us and also be learning from some of the programs, you know, having the availability to just be, have some place to hang out and be entertained, not only to be taught things, but to be entertained and not to have to say, my mom's forcing me to go there. No, it's, hey, you know, me and Lucy are going to go there because it's such a cool place to hang out. And just having, giving them access to computers and, you know, the new computers, not the old computers, <laughs> um, the laptops, you know, you know, the headphones, anything that's needed for them to really be successful for all that they want to be involved in. And, you know, hopefully having that multi-million dollar nonprofit agency running, hopefully be able to, you know, have a social enterprise on top of that so that those same girls that go through the programs can get jobs with us. And, you know, so there are a lot of things in works, but I think our main goal is to really have that actual resource center open downtown Toronto. Uh, well, I'm just saying when it does open, I'd love to hang out there because it sounds really cool. <laughs> that sounds really cool. It definitely sounds like a place that I wish I had access to when when I was much younger than I am now. Um, so I guess all of these great things that um, are a part of this organization, what would you say is your favorite? And I'll let each of you let me know. What's your favorite part? I think for now, it's really just seeing how involved our staff is and how passionate they are about what we're doing. And it's just to see, you know, really like something that was a simple dream turn into something that's so big. And it's, like I said, it's been two years since like, you know, we've had hired our first volunteer. And even though this has been in the works for five years. So that to me is probably the most exciting thing for me to see and wake up to every day. I think you just took my answer, but, um... I think I've, uh, I think I've been very fortunate and lucky in my life to have um, had uh, the ability to wear a lot of professional hats, but I think I'm uh, doing my life's passion, and I think um, the wonderful part of being part of this great organization is because I get to work with some wonderful people and people who have taken their time from their lives and their and uh, their workforce and they're coming and they want to be part of the team and I get to be part of that every single day so for me that's probably my highlight is um, it's a it's a wonderful professional platform um, you get to interconnect with different people you get to work with different groups uh, you get to learn the learning experience and the learning um, that happens every single day you learn something different and and definitely i would say the relationships uh, there's a hundred plus people here and um there are so 
many diverse personalities and I get to be part of all of that. So for me, that's the best part. I can imagine that it's exciting and, and so humbling at the same time to have such a large team all come together, everyone wearing different hats, but really having that buy-in to your vision. Um, so, and they couldn't do it without strong leaders. So amazing job. I'll give you guys a little clap. That's, that's um, very inspiring. So what's next? Um, I think right now our main focus, and I guess you'd say what's next, is really winning and knocking out all of these brands so that we can get that funding to achieve that goal that we do have, that end goal, those ambitious goals, as I was told once. <laughs> um, I think that's really like what's next for us, you know, not necessarily building out a bigger team, but necessarily, uh, but I guess you could say, you know, focusing on developing the same team, the current staff members, you know, personal development for each person that, you know, you're, you're helping us and you don't have to help us. And we want to focus on helping you as well. Um, so personally, that's what I think. Um, and obviously, you know, being known to our community, being known to those girls, being known to, you know, um, the councilmen, being known to the people who need to know who we are so that we can get to where we want to be as well as, um, I'm not sure if many people know, but we're also focusing on opening up. Well, we have our board and, you know, we have our EB um, and the necessary people for the Florida location as well. And um, so how can people get more information, get involved, get in touch? So I know that today um, the podcast is launching uh, the same day as the introduction of the organization, the official launch, the virtual launch. Um, so how can people get more information, get involved if there are programs they want to be involved in um, or contact you? Uh, they can reach out to us on Instagram. So it's empower her too. They can reach out to us through email, uh, which would be info at empowerher2.org. You know, on our website, there's also links on there to contact us and someone should reach out to you. Um, within 24 to 48 hours, LinkedIn, we're everywhere, Facebook, it's always going to be the name of Power 2. Google us, we're there, you know, where we have such a big team that normally someone will respond within 24 to 48 hours for anything, whether that's for one of the girls attending, whether that's for a parent, a donor, a sponsor, just, you know, anything. We're very hands-on, we're quick on our feet, and we really try to respond to bills within 24 to 48 hours. Awesome. And is there anything either of you would like to... I'd just like to say that um, we have a wonderful vision um, and we hope to see that everyone is going to be jumping on board to see that vision with us. It's one, it's, it's, it's from internally speaking, we get, we get to see all these wonderful things. And what we want to do is we want to share that. We want to share that with Toronto. We want to share that with the world. Uh, we want to share that with our Florida location. And we, we also want to, um, highlight all our young girls from our age demographic and we want to make sure that everybody sees the same vision and that you know we're listening to all the needs out there. I agree um, Frank and just you know just follow us see what we're up to you know reach out because again we never say no we just say not right now <laughs> so no matter how outlandish your request is we'll never say no um, and you know just pay attention to even a lot of our growing team members and you know, whether they're a volunteer, whether they're a paid staff member from, you know, being a coordinator all the way to, you know, moving on up to director and just, just be on we the lookout. We have a wonderful career page 
um, on our website. And it's a great uh, way to build your professional uh, platform. And so we just welcome everybody to come on board. We are so eager for more new faces. We have an amazing team. Um, we work very hard with our team. We want to make sure that they're developing with us. And um, we just welcome anybody else to join us as well. Awesome. So if you're listening and you are as excited about all of these things that you just heard as I am, uh, you can get in touch, like Janine mentioned, all over all of the socials. Um, if you Google, it's the top hit, empowerher2.org is the website. Um, and they'd love to hear from you and, uh, and you, you can get involved however works for you, I guess, right? Yes. <laughs> Well, ladies, thank you so much for, like I said, I know you're both so busy. So making some time for us today. Um, it really does sound like you're doing some amazing things. So I can't wait to see what happens and, and, you know, be at that resource center in five years, learning how to DJ. Probably not. <laughs> but I'll definitely be cheering on whoever is learning how to DJ. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you, Shannon. Thanks for checking out our first episode. Make sure you follow us on Spotify so you don't miss anything. We've got some exciting things planned for you. We'll be releasing new content on the 1st and 15th of every month. You're listening to In Her Words, a podcast by Empower2.